They say this is a big rich town I just come from the poet's part Bright light city life, I gotta make it This is where it goes down I just happen to come up hard Legal or illegal, baby, I gotta make it I never it. took a straight path nowhere Life's full of twists and turns, bumps and bruises. I live, I learn. I'm from that city full of yellow cabs and skyscrapers. It's hard to get a start in these parts without paper. Homie, I grew up in hell. A block away from heaven. That corner ain't 15 minutes and move a seven. Pure snow. Bag it, then watch it go. Occupational options. Get some blow up some hoes. Shoot the ball of the strap. Learn to rap or the jack. Fuck it, man. In the meantime, go ahead and pump a pack. This my regal royal flow. My James Bond bounce. Hey, what's up, everyone? This is Gary A. Swaby, and you're now listening to the Powercast episode 30. And we will be recapping uh, Power season 5, episode 9. And I believe uh, the episode was called There is a Snitch or something along those lines. So, yeah, um, I'm here with Mr. Richard Bailey Jr. How you doing, Rich? Uh, what's up, Gary? And what's up, listeners and viewers? Doing pretty good. Looking forward to talking about uh, a very interesting episode of Power. Yeah, very interesting indeed. Uh, the name was actually There is a Snitch Among Us, so I was close, you know. Um, and also here with Miss Dana Abercrombie. How you doing, Dana? I'm doing awful. You didn't teach me the game, Gary. Teach me the game. Oh, I'm going to teach you a lot of game today, so it's all good. But yeah, um, so let's get straight into this episode. Uh, you know, this is this is the episode before the season five finale, and um, I mean, we we kind of predicted a lot of what was going to go down in this one, I think. Um, and yeah, uh, a lot of a lot of stuff happened, and um, I guess they've set up the finale kind of perfectly to to move things forward, but. Let's let's get into the smaller details before we break down, you know, some of the, the major stuff that happened this week. So um, in terms of Dre, you know, he uh, we see that he's he's been demoted to number two after the head was found last week. You know, Diego's head was found and everything. Um, and he meets with Alicia and Alicia demotes him to the number two slot. And Cristobal is now the number one. He's like heading the organization now. Um, and you know, Dre is a bit salty about this. And after some conversations with Jamie and everything, Angela ends up visiting Dre and, and she wants Dre to flip on Alicia and give up the Jimenez organization. Um, and he actually ends up doing so. And then, uh, later on, we see, you know, as, as Alicia is, uh, engaged in, in a sexual act with Cristobal, she gets busted. So, uh, what's your thoughts on what happened with Dre firstly in this episode and and what position does that now put him in um you know moving into the finale uh, so go ahead rich what's your thoughts first of all first and foremost i have to say that i did laugh when you said a sexual act because uh, <laughs> obviously it was an unsuccessful attempt to try and get some action <laughs> yeah i did laugh at that one so um you know, uh, I, I believe I said earlier when we did these recaps on the previous episodes, it kind of feels like this season the writers wanted to play musical chairs and have these pairings that you uh, wouldn't necessarily expect. Like I know we saw Tommy and Angela in the past, 
uh, Angela and uh, Tasha. So when I saw Angela going after Dre and basically doing a deal with Dre, for me, that confirmed. I mean, we already know all all season long that she was uh, making a turn to be more corrupt. But once I saw that pairing, I was like, okay, yeah, Angela, number one, she definitely needs to go down. And I think it's only a matter of time before that happens. But uh, just to work with Dre, obviously with the intent of taking them down, is uh, that's very telling of what they're doing with the character. Um, one thing that I necessarily did not like about how she came after Dre is that she mentioned his daughter. And instantly, this made me think to myself, you know, all the times that 50, or I mean, Kanan, rest in peace, wanted to get at Dre, why didn't he try to go after the daughter also? Because he already had an exchange with him in the past where he was threatening to kill the daughter, and the daughter was there. So the fact that they, this whole season, they, they for some reason, they just, Dre kept slipping through their hands, that really shed a light on, you know, one thing I didn't like about that because Kanan already knew uh, Dre's soft spot, but it took Angela to basically come after him for him to to now, okay, I guess I do need to work with Angela. So I didn't like that because I feel like uh, Kanan, he had, he had a way to get to Dre, but he just, they just didn't utilize him. And of course he used his own men to try and turn against him, which they did, but now we don't know what's going on with that situation because Kanan is, is is out of the picture. Um, so that's the one criticism I do have. But in regards to her working with Dre, you know, as we did see, Dre did eventually give them up. Uh, there's definitely going to be some repercussions behind this. And I'm not really too surprised that Cristobal was put in power because I thought initially... Eventually, he was going to be put in power, but I thought it was going to be a situation where they, where they were going to turn on Dre and take him out and then put Cristobal in power. So the way that they changed that up was interesting. But um, overall, yeah, I, I think at this point now in the season, because it is coming towards the end, you have to start to see a lot of these storylines wrapped up in a lot of people that need to get got, will get got. Uh, we will talk about somebody that did get got in this episode, but I do think that that finale, the way they're setting it up now, there's a lot of stuff that's going to happen. So I'm very intrigued to see which direction they take all these storylines. Yeah, uh, you just reminded me of something hilarious, like because <laughs> I remember in uh, that previous season, uh, I can't remember which one it was, but like when Kanan um, went to. Dre's home and you know was holding his child and everything to intimidate him but there was like nobody else in the apartment so it's like who the hell was looking after the child while Dre was gone <laughs> <laughs> that scene always cracks me up but yeah good point <laughs> yeah but yeah um yeah I, I agree with much of what you said there uh, Dana what, what's your thoughts on Dre's position in the show um, after everything that happened in this episode It frustrated me Because it was like we kept Dre alive For this For just basically um, He's now number two as you guys As you've seen already And a lot of people Are now after him he snitched on Angela Which means that I feel Stuff is going to come right back to him So he's, I don't think He's going to make it to the next season Um I was shocked he made it this season 
Um, especially after the whole big arrest thing. I thought that was kind of funny. And it was weird because if you notice that they called Angela first and she was like, not Angela, I'm sorry. They called, um, I forgot the name. Alicia? Yes. But I think that everything is just going to be a complete mess and he's going to be unable to undo everything that he's done and so everyone's going to just come after him and it's been long overdue the man's ability to escape death has worn out now mm-hmm. yeah I agree that there has to be some huge dramatic conclusion coming for him in you know the next episode and I, I do have a theory on that and I'm sure some of your theories will align but we'll, we'll talk about that later because it, you know, ties into some of the other stuff. So, uh, yeah. Um, yeah, uh, another character who, you know, had a, a an interesting path in this episode was Tariq. And we see at the top of the episode, he's arguing with his parents because, you know, Jamie and Tommy are both, um, you know, it, like they're both very angry at Tasha for staging her own plan and having Kanan killed and everything. Um, so they're arguing with Tasha and then Tariq overhears and he storms into the, you know, living room area. And then he's, you know, he's saying, look, what I did, I, I did this myself and it put us in a better position because now none of us have to take the rap for the murder and we're all good. We're all safe and everything. And, you know, then he gets into a shouting match with his father because Jamie doesn't, you know, he doesn't want him putting him, his life in danger um, and Tariq, you know, he's 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 at that point now where he wants to be his own man, and he doesn't want Jamie to be his like to to treat him like his little son anymore, like and try and protect him. And then you know later on they have some more scenes together because Jamie is trying to uh, you know uh, put him on the train to go back to his school and everything. Um, and we have that dramatic scene where you know that that line that Dana quoted earlier in the show. Uh, where he, he says, "I want you to treat to to show me the game, teach me the game, uh, just like Kanan was teaching him." And you know that that in that part, that scene right there says a lot about you know uh, the progression of Tariq's character and what he's looking for. Um, and then you know later on in the show, I mean, we see that he he actually doesn't get on the train, um, and then you know he ends up going to the Italians and he he hands over the drugs that Kanan gave him. And he he makes a deal with the Italians, and then he also asks for a fake ID. And then later in the episode, we see that the fake ID says Tariq Stark, or you know whatever Kanan's surname was, and he gets Kanan's ashes. So Dana, I wanted to ask you, what do you make of Tariq's actions in this episode? Okay, so I actually next episode. We all know that Tariq has needed his behind beat from the beginning. And I think the right when that opener when they everybody's arguing in the living room and he's like, I saved your lives and he's like, you know, trying to act like he's the boss and knows everything. That was a good opportunity for there to be a three way beatdown. But they didn't do that again. But here's the thing. The seasons leading up to this Tariq has really never had any type of guidance from what we've seen. You know, the parents are always off doing their own thing. And even after the sister's death, they ship him off to a boarding school where there really isn't that interaction. Yeah, you have moments when you're like talking in a car. He's like, I love you, kid. And then why? And his mother's like, I love you. 
you have those really small brief moments, but that's not something that is long lasting. And with Tariq, he's very vulnerable. And when Kanan spent that time with him, even though it was to get back at Jamie, he really felt like not only did he care about him, but he felt in a weird way, he felt loved by him. Even during the death, where it was like, I'm the one who I know that I killed you. This is going to always be on my mind. But I had to do it for me. Because I I didn't want to, you know, it was this weird thing where he chose his family over um, Kanan. But he did it for an expectation. He expected Ghost to basically take the reins of Kanan and as he said teach me teach me he thought that by ghost being the better the more well-known drug dealer that he would be able to have that and to essentially grow up in his father's shoes and have him taking him under his wing and that didn't work out so he right now is very lost and he feels that since no one is there to teach him and came dead that he now has to be a man and go out there on his own. Which, in a weird way, is understandable since there really wasn't any guidance to begin with. However, he's stupid and he's still a kid and he doesn't know what he's doing. So this is going to get him into even more trouble than I think Jamie can get him out of. So this is not going to end well Maybe not right now at this moment, it'll be fine, but eventually it's going to catch up to him and it may lead to his own downfall. So eh, he still needs his behind beat though, but I understand why he did what he did. Yeah, I mean, I, I think he's way beyond the butt whooping now, you know, like he's he's making moves like a man now, so uh, he is, but. Here's the one thing that I understand. When Ghost took him to the train station, why not take him on the, you know, see him to the train? (laughs) You just left him. You drove all the way down there and you left him by the door like some discarded chicken wing on the floor and kept moving. You see your kid to the train, especially knowing what his intentions are. So if you want to, like, stop him before he does anything stupid or to make sure he even makes it there safely, you take him to the actual train and you wait for the train with him and you keep talking to him. He's coming to Jamie telling him what he wants in life. And just by yelling and screaming at him, it's not going to work. What Kanan did was, even though it was wrong, He sat down and talked to him like he was an equal. He took him under his wing as like his successor. So Jamie could have done the very same thing. Not necessarily, oh, here come be a drug dealer, my son. But teach him the right path. Teach him the downfalls as to what the drug dealing life actually is. Yeah, there's more than I'm going to just get murdered and shot in the street and left in the car like Canaan. And he even missed that opportunity by a simple walk to the train station. Grand Central is very big. If you've never been there, it's massive. And the fact he just left him there was just the most frustrating thing of all. Yeah, the, the, 
like there's a lot of truth in what you said and um, I, I think it shows the bad parenting you know on, on i mean both jamie and tasha are guilty of bad parenting in the show but jamie more so than anyone so and you can all throw tommy under the bus as well you want to be the uncle be an uncle uncles are supposed to be you know like a second dad yeah i mean i would and- argue uh, tommy's done more for, for Tariq than jamie has he, and, he had he had those intimate conversations with Tariq in the car and stuff like that earlier in this season. So yeah. yeah. So it it to me the one thing in the writing is that Tariq's path actually makes some sense. And even the part where he picked him up, he picked the the Canaan's ashes for him to say, you know, and make the whole fake ID thing and the whole situation. That's how much he cared about Canaan. Because Kanan gave him just basic attention. Where well, he's faking IDs and going to Italians and selling his little drug things. You know, this it it's very frustrating to see because it's all avoidable. No. Oh, okay. Looks like we lost Rich. I was about to go to Okay, here we go. Are you are you there, Rich? Yeah, sorry about that. Apparently, uh for some reason, the connection just cut. So, shout out to Google Hangouts. Absolutely horrible service. Oh, oh, <laughs> come on, come on, Google. You better, you better fix up. Don't be like Tariq now. Fix up. Um, <laughs> but yeah, what's your thoughts on uh, Tariq's progression throughout this episode? So, I agree a, a lot of what you both had to say about the discipline. Uh, one thing I want to say, really, before I get into my thoughts on this particular episode. I have to laugh at the performance of the actor because I go back to last week when it looked like he was pissing in his pants when he saw Kanan killing all those people. And, you know, the over-exaggerated, uh, you know, really to show that you're afraid. Oh, oh, out of breath, everything. You know, to this week where all of a sudden, oh, I think I'm a man, I think I'm a badass, I'm going to cuss out my parents. You know, that right there I thought was was a little comical in my opinion. Now, obviously, I, I do agree that he hasn't been disciplined. Uh, all of because of all the relationships that he's had with um, his parents, and then the fact that he couldn't trust them, and then the fact that Kanan mentioned that he killed Sean, that made him feel a certain type of way. So, I'll, I, I think he is in his right to want to be his own man and want to do his own things. Uh, but I do agree that that definitely is going to become an issue that may backfire on him later. Um, I know that he had this whole situation where he went to Vincent and had this dialogue with Vincent. Uh, and we knew that was going to happen because they already foreshadowed that he had a connection with Vincent when Kanan was there as well. So what I did find interesting about that is that, and we'll get into this a little bit later, when Ghost had a conversation with Vincent, it's like, I guess Vincent, you know, he, he acknowledges that he knows who Ghost is, so on and so forth, but does he not know that uh, Tariq is actually Ghost's son? I mean, I feel like that's going to be something that is going to come to light if he doesn't know it already. But I thought he would know that since he does know who Ghost is and he has heard that Ghost was the one that ordered that hit on them. So they're probably going to explain that in the next episode. But um, yeah, this is, this is a situation where when everything went down initially, when he killed Ray Ray, he obviously needed to pay for that. And because he didn't pay for that and he's being shielded now, sooner or later, he's going to have to pay for the things that he's involved with, involved with. 
Um, and I think that's going to come to light eventually. The one interesting line that I did think stood out to me in this episode when he had that conversation with Ghost and he told him to teach him the game where Ghost said, I will kill you before I bring you into this life. I don't know if they're going to actually go that far to actually have him have a face-off against his son, but I find it very interesting that they had that line put in there that way to really emphasize that Ghost is just really distraught over what's happening with his own son and um, that he is going to try to do as much as possible to make sure he doesn't get caught up in this, but he is not doing what he needs to do because Tariq is in it now. So I am very curious to see which direction they take this from here on out. But I do have to say, we, we definitely knew that Tariq was going to be somebody who wasn't going to really listen to whatever his parents had to say. He was going to go on his own path. And I think now they have made things very interesting moving forward as far as Tariq, because they're going to probably do a lot with his character now that Kanan is no longer in the picture. And um, we'll have to see what what eventually happens to him. But as for those that said they want Tariq to die, I understand the criticisms. I agree. But obviously, I think they have a lot more they want to do with Tariq before that even becomes an option. Yeah, it's, it's interesting you pointed out that line where he said, you know, I, I, I would rather kill, kill you than show you the game. I think it really is going to come to that at this point because um, Tariq is now officially making drug moves like by himself independently, you know, um, without Kanan and um yeah like that that's gonna only lead to, to to one thing you know him him you know being a drug dealer basically and him he might even get to a high ranking level in one of these organizations and then you know where's that gonna put him with you know in terms of his relationship with his father like you know they're gonna be at odds so um, I think that's definitely foreshadowing something right there. Um, and it's going to be interesting to see how, how exactly it plays out. Um, I do think that this could potentially tie into Dre somehow because, you know, uh, he's already kind of got a friendship with Dre. Um, so, I mean, it's not far-fetched at this point to see, you know, him being a part of whatever Dre's organization becomes, you know, in the, in the next episode or whatever, because we know the Jimenez are gone now, like they've been taken out. Um, so Dre is going to have to, you know, figure out something, you know, um, in terms of continuing the drug on that organization. So I could see Tariq, you know, going to him and, and maybe being a part of his organization. Um, and then that would put Jamie and everyone else at bigger, bigger odds with Dre at that point. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, I think that, that line that was said is foreshadowing what is, what is going to come eventually with Tariq, you know, so. Well, yeah, uh, I think you made a very excellent point with that. And I was just going to add that, um, it definitely foreshadows and, and in regards to Dre and Tariq, uh, now Dre has a lot of motives to want to get back at, uh. Jamie and Tommy because of the fact that that head ended up in his uh, at the establishment that he's trying to have a business relationship with so he definitely you know while he does agree to the deal with Angela they, he still got beef with, with, with Ghost and Tommy so that is a perfect way for him to really turn the table on Ghost to do to, to work with Tariq and, and, and have that relationship go somewhere but of course We'll see what happens because I know they haven't really had any interaction since that first episode. So 
the next time they have an interaction, it's going to be very interesting. I'll, I'll say that much. Indeed. Um, yeah, so I mean, you know, we're, we're getting closer to the, the bigger events of of this episode. Um, and I will say that this episode was a lot more streamlined in terms of, you know, the, the different plot points. Because throughout this whole season, there's been a lot of convoluted plots that, you know, uh, it, sometimes it seems like there's way too much going on and everything. But now with Kanan gone, it seems like the show is a bit more streamlined. Um, I still wish Kanan didn't have to be the one to go. Like, but, you know, I guess with one character less to focus on, you know, it, it, they can, uh, they could, uh, narrow the plot a bit more and thin things out and focus on, you know, one particular path, especially moving into the finale, which is kind of what they need to do to set up that finale. Um, so yeah, Proctor, let's, let's get to Proctor. So in this episode, he's approached by, uh, Sax and John Mock. And, uh, they basically, you know, put pressure on him. They get, they give him a wire. He refuses at first to wear a wire, but then they're like, you know, um, if you do this, we'll help you in, in your custody case. And Proctor being the lawyer that he is, he, uh, he, he, he makes his own demands. So he wants to guarantee that, you know, they're going to help him with his custody case and that if they don't get what they want from the wire, or even if they do, or if they don't, then they're going to leave him alone after and not ask him to do it again. Um, so yeah, they work out a deal and then Proctor does actually end up, um, you know, approaching Jamie and having a conversation with him with the wire. And he starts asking, asking him a number of questions. Uh, but then eventually he writes down on a napkin that he is wearing a wire. And, you know, obviously then Jamie's careful with his answers, and, but we see him getting uh, very upset, very agitated. And, you know, uh, Proctor kind of steers the narrative, trying to give the, 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 the people listening to the recording and enough of, you know, what they're looking for and everything, asking the right questions. And then once the conversation is over, he turns it off and, you know, he's kind of assaulted by Jamie a little bit, who's obviously very mad. Uh, but then he ends off the conversation by telling Jamie that you have to distance yourself from Angela. You have to protect yourself because it, they're, they're coming for Angela. And, you know, if she's caught up, she's probably going to snitch on you. She's going to give you up. Um, so what do you guys think of Proctor in this episode? And uh, did he do the right thing? Uh, what you, what's your thoughts on his motivations? Uh, um, are his motivations confusing? Because, you know, we know that he... At one point, he did choose to help them, and you know he was having concerns about helping Jamie. But then, clearly in this episode, he still wants to help Jamie. Um, so, Dana, what's your thoughts on Proctor's actions in this episode? I was on an emotional roller coaster with his actions. I was so confused by the whole thing, um, and slightly disappointed because I just kind of really wanted something that happened with Proctor that was really big. And remember, over the years, he has information. He's been knowing and storing and, you know, every time he says, please don't tell me something, they still come up and tell him something. Um, But I am, I'm mixed. I'm happy he didn't say anything. I'm happy he told Jamie what was really going on. And when they had, when right, remember when he was like recording and he made sure that he can hear the voices and then right after he turned it off, like unplugged it. And then Jamie like went after him. 
I honestly thought I didn't, I didn't know if he was going to kill him at one point. I was really like nervous for that, but I think that it could. Well, everything is going to end up being on Angela's. We already know. Now already seen what happened. So I think he might be in the clear. But then they had the whole situation with the remember with the the um the daughter and him going for custody. That there might be a, a possibility for it to backfire. So I do think that right now Proctor is safe, but I don't know how it may end up backfiring on him. But the fact that he even thought about crossing him makes me really think whether or not we can trust Proctor. Because remember, he kind of went through this whole thing unless that was his whole plan was to end up fooling, you know, the investigators by saying, yeah, I'll do it. You know, he has to pretend to be hesitant and then, you know, do what he did with Jamie to make the, the, the guys think that he was really in, but there's really no information if he was really trying to sell it. You know, you got to sell it to them. So that could have been one thing, but it really does make me think, can we really trust Proctor going forward? Yeah. Um, I mean, I think one thing this made clear is that I think Proctor wants to protect Jamie. I think he does have respect for Jamie. I think maybe uh, he he's not so um, accepting of Tommy. Um, and of course, he has that, that crucial evidence that could lock away Tommy. Um, and I, he definitely hates Angela and wants Angela to go down. So I think he wants Angela out the way. Um, and he wants to, he genuinely wants to help Jamie. And I think he would give up Tommy in a heartbeat if he, if he really had to. Um, so I think that's where he stands, but I, I don't think that, you know, uh, just aligning himself with Jamie is enough to secure his safety. I think he's still a, a potentially, you know, um, dangerous character and, and, you know, he, he's, I think he could be killed at any moment. To be honest, like with, with what he knows and what he's capable of, um, you know, I think his character, you know, he, he's one of those dis- disposable characters at this point that could go at any time. Um, but Rich, what's your thoughts on Proctor? So there is a question I do want to ask about Proctor and either, you know, either y'all can answer this question or the people listening to the show can answer it. What is his beef with Angela? Does this have anything to do with how the trial went? Because I mean, she said things that helped Jamie in that in that particular trial. So I, I'm trying to understand why he has a vendetta against her. Because we know the previous episode, at the end of the episode, he was the one that told them, "I don't have any information, but you need to look into Angela." So I'm trying to figure out why is he trying to go after Angela so hard? Um, because when he had this conversation with Jamie, again. Yeah, Jamie looked like he wanted to choke the life out of Proctor after, you know, the conversation was ended, you know. But again, he kept telling Jamie, you know, you can't trust Angela. She she, she will turn on you. And he kept emphasizing that. So I, I'm trying to figure out why is it that he um has it in, you know, wants to take Angela down so bad. And, you know, maybe somebody does know the answer to that question because I, I, I don't know. But um. Uh, I, I was confused in this episode. Uh, I am glad that he didn't rat out Jamie. You know, and, and part of me feels like Jamie knew 
before he said anything about the wire, you know, when he mentioned that, yeah, you're, you're, you're basically part of the family because the last episode, when Proctor said, Hey, if there's any information you want to tell me, that was very suspicious to Jamie. But I guess even, I mean, he didn't know nothing about the wire until he had the wire, but he kind of knew you, you got to be careful with Proctor. So you just want to give some reassurance that, yeah, we are family. Then when, of course, when he find out that the guy was wearing a wire, then he was ready to, to hurt him. So, um, you know, I um I definitely am confused as to what's going to happen with, with Proctor. I, I do agree with what Dana said. I do think this the stuff involving his wife and his daughter could backfire. I will also add that we never saw that laptop get destroyed. So as long as that laptop is still in the picture, he could still go down. Because if they find that laptop and they said, oh, well, you withholding evidence, well, you are involved in this as well. So they can take him down as well. And all bets are off, even though he signed that document that said they can't no longer involve him in, in that. That I think once that laptop is discovered by the feds, then all bets are off and he can go down just as much as, as they can go down. So we have to see what happens with that. But um, I will say I'm glad that he didn't rat out Jamie, but I think it's, it's bad news for everybody anyway in the next episode. So we'll see what happens. <laughs> yeah. Indeed, I guess with Angela, um, he they they've just always kind of had this rivalry. Uh, they've always seemed to be being at odds, especially in the courtroom and stuff. So that's probably the grudge he has with her. But I don't know because like they did have a few interactions earlier this season, and Angela was actually trying to help him or offer him help and support, you know, somewhat. Um, so I I mean I don't know why he's. He's uh, so willing to, you know, give her up at this point. But but yeah, um, I guess he just trusts Jamie the most, you know, and, and that's who he wants to protect. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. We'll, we'll see what happens. Um, so, yeah, I mean, uh, we'll get to the Angela stuff last, I guess. So let's get into Tommy. Um, so... Throughout this episode, you know, Tommy is with Teresi throughout most of the episode. Um, and, you know, uh, Angela actually, you know, she, she has a scene where, uh, you know, after she busts Alicia, she, uh, calls John Mark into her office and she asks him, who is the snitch? You know, and he, he gives up, he gives her the answer and lets her know that, you know, it's Teresi, um, and, you know, she finds photos as well. She sneaks into his office and finds photos of him. And then Angela, of course, passes this information to Jamie. And then uh, Jamie. Now, this is what I found stupid because because I was like, because Jamie said something like, oh, Tommy's not going to believe me if I tell him this. But he's literally holding the pictures like he's got the pictures in his hand. All you have to do is show Tommy the pictures and he'll like there's no way he can not believe you at that point like I don't understand but anyway he goes to Vincent and asks Vincent to be the one to tell Tommy um, that you know his, his dad's a snitch or whatever and you know he gives him the photos that he could have easily shown to Tommy himself but yeah he, he gives the photos to Vincent and then Vincent calls in um, you know Tommy and this is after, by the way, where uh, there's a scene where, you know, uh, Teresi and Sammy are discussing things. And Sammy thinks that ever since they've been working with Tommy, things aren't going right. 
and you know he suggests that they should find a way to get rid of Tommy and then Teresi is actually kind of hinting at that point that he's he's already planning to snitch on on Tommy and and get rid of him get him out the picture so Sammy he actually learns about Teresi snitching but then later on he hears him on the phone to you know John Mark and Sax and um he's actually trying to give up Jamie instead of Tommy and that upsets Sammy because Sammy actually wants Tony out the way you know he wants um Tommy sorry he wants Tommy out the way um and the fact that you know Therese he's trying to protect Tommy means that you know he's soft for his son and he doesn't actually want to snitch on him so Sammy doesn't like this and they argue and then Tommy walks in he sees the commotion and um you know Sammy is actually about to tell Tommy that his dad is snitching but then Teresi stabs you know Sammy and prevents him from giving up that information and then later you know we see the the, the scene with Vincent where Vincent is is telling Tommy and Tommy's slowly hit with the realization that his dad is is actually the snitch and then we have that you know uh kind of semi touching scene where they're in the car and you know uh Tommy's hitting him with you know um he's trying to make he's trying to guilt trip him and make him aware that he knows he's the snitch he talks about the ring on his chest on his chain and everything lets him know the story behind it of course he's referring to uh his ex-girlfriend that he murdered because you know she betrayed his trust um and then you know he actually lets him go to see his wife who's in hospital um i i found that pretty interesting that he actually let him out of his sight um i find it more interesting that teresi did nothing to try and get away you know when he was out of tommy's sight but yeah um eventually he gets back in the car and then you know they go back home and uh that's when we you know that's when it hits the fan for teresi and then you know tommy actually murders his father and then we see him <laughs> well I'll, I'll let i'll let dana take over from here so dana what was your thoughts on the whole teresi angle and how it played out and how it wrapped up like were you satisfied was it a satisfying this the most over dramatical thing ever with the music and and the whole not even the foreshadowing it was just so there that it was it it was funny i'm sorry but um i was kind of confused a little bit because we all know well, i felt you know Who's going to kill who? Is it going to be Teresi that goes after Tommy? Is Tommy going to be, you know, arrested? What's going to go on with Teresi? Maybe he might get killed. Who knows? My whole thing was that it was just so over the top with the music and the scenery and the setting and the lighting. And remember how he's like, they're in the car. And it felt like, remember those like Godfather movies where, you know, everything it happens in the car. Someone's going to get shot because they go on that long drive and it's dark outside and to see like the house and it was like you knew right there when he was like go see Connie that it was like this is gonna be the last time you see Connie I'm gonna give this to you that that whole little scene was cute and honestly right then when he walked in at Connie I thought that um, Tommy would come in and kill Teresi and then Connie as well and they would like die together and it would be all extra dramatic but they didn't do that and I was kind of proud of them for not doing that but right when he said when he said, came back into the car and he was like oh I didn't let you see her for me it was for you 
you know, that whole thing was just a mess. And then when he did kill him and he dumped the body on top of the Teresi graves, the tombstone, and then the music coming with the singing about, you know, the grave digger was just, it was hilarious to me. But we all saw this coming. So it really wasn't a shock at all. We was just waiting for it to happen. And I'm happy that they actually delivered on someone's death. We I expected Dre instead, but we got Teresi and I'm happy with it. Um, I like the fact, I can't remember the name of the guy, but remember the other guy who they stabbed in the kitchen right when he was about to tell Tommy? Sammy. Yes, Sammy. So that whole thing with Sammy and he was like, oh, he's the snitch. And Tommy was like, what? What's going on? You know, he was selling it so well that I honestly thought he was going to live that whole um, episode. So I was like, oh, okay. So we're going to flip it. Maybe, you know, Teresi at the very end, it's going to be like this little shootout thing or see who takes out whom. But um, overall, aside from the fact how it was shot, I was pleased with it. It was something we saw coming. And I, I I liked it, but it was, again, just overdramatic. Oh, and also the ending part when he went to his mom and he was like, you know, he you felt like this burden because it was something he had to do, but he didn't want to do it at the same time. And I think that this murder, even though he's killed plenty of people, will actually affect him more. And the direction. And remember when he was with Lala Anthony and Lala was like, you never killed anyone before, have you? And it was just that dead silence. And then they cut. So this is going to kind of change him. And I wonder if he's going to end up telling her about it. Yeah, I mean, me personally, I don't feel like the death scene was that satisfying. I feel like it was kind of a little drawn out and um, it didn't have as much emotion behind it as as it like you know i just feel like it wasn't built up as emotionally as it could have been um it it felt kind of rushed uh, in some parts as well i don't know why but yeah i mean this whole episode was it sort of had like a rushed feel like it was moving too quickly kind of thing like i don't know the pacing was just a bit uh weird this episode but uh richard what's your thoughts on you know the teresi angle and how you know it came to a conclusion in this episode well first and foremost i have to say gary you are an absolute savage because you said you wanted a more grotesque death scene for teresi that's uh man it's very <laughs> interesting to hear that uh <laughs> but yeah, um, I mean, a more grotesque would have been you know it would have been more satisfying i guess but oh. but it, i mean it's not just how we died it's just like leading up to it it just it didn't hit like i thought it would but well yeah because i I, yeah because i know him and tommy had that scene uh a few episodes ago where they killed that guy together that was a father-son bonding over killing somebody so that that was that was a a nice little uh graphic scene if you will so i understand what you're saying part of me thought that that tommy was just going to straight up come into the hospice care center and kill teresi right in front of his wife uh, but no, when I, I, here's the thing, I would, would agree that it was drawn out how it went down. 
But I will say that I like that they took the time to really make this episode about Tommy and the fact that he had to deal with this situation. Um, the fact that he didn't go up there, I mean, he still, he, he honored Connie. You know, he, he still, he, did, he didn't want her to see what was going to happen to to, 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 to Teresi. So I respect that a lot. Um, but uh, pretty much, there was a ton of foreshadowing that Teresi was going to meet his end when he was in the hospice care center and he's leaving and you see the exit sign. Okay. Yeah. This, this is not looking good for this guy. Uh, the way that Samuel got killed, that was a little like, uh, that was a little ridiculous. Uh, and of course, Tommy couldn't believe that Sammy was the snitch because Sammy hasn't even been around for most of this season. I mean, he was there obviously at the beginning, but I don't think he's been involved that much, you know, it wasn't until they decided to get him involved with the drug stuff. But even then, thinking that he would be the snitches is probably a little far-fetched. It had to go a little bit more beyond that. But um, I have to agree with you, Gary. The fact that uh, Ghost decided that he did not want to show the pictures to Tommy directly and went through Vincent, I thought that was a little, uh, a little ridiculous. I mean, I know that Ghost and Tommy, they're on shaky ground right now. But the fact that he did not talk to him about this, you know, I'm curious to see what Tommy's reaction will be later if he finds out that Ghost played a role in this. Because, I mean, he had to know that we, he's going to have to find that at some point in time who he got the pictures from, so on and so forth. But the, to me, the issue here is we'll get into it a little bit later, but the, 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 here, the issue here is not really thinking about the consequences of something like this happening. Now, obviously, he killed Teresi, which is fine. Uh, they foreshadowed that Teresi wanted to to lay right next to his wife at that burial site, so he literally put him right there. But, I mean, come on, man. They, the body was going to get found because there was no attempt to really try and hide that, you know. So, that right there, to me, it, it just was setting things up to, to come back later on. And I, I would assume that there probably was some, you know, I don't know if Tommy wore any gloves. There probably could be fingerprints on that body that they could trace right back to him. But obviously, Tommy definitely going to be a suspect now since the hit was ordered. Um, and there are a lot of people involved in that. So we'll have to see how it all comes to a head next week. But um, I will say for the most part that I, I was glad that they took the time to focus on Tommy because you, you had to address what was going to happen with this, with the whole situation with Teresi. So could it have been done a little bit better? Absolutely. But, uh, hey, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing what happens next. <laughs> Can I just say something really quickly? And yeah. the whole thing, what wraps to Angela, because now I remember now, Angela's basically like, oh, look what you did. And he's dead. So I honestly don't think that they might end up going and pinning it on Tommy because of this. Because Angela right now is, you know, that whole conversation at the at very end where they're like, oh, isn't it a consequence? I mean, not a consequence. Isn't it a coincidence that all of a sudden um, Teresi is dead? That's true. So, and right now, I believe she's in, she might be in custody. So I don't exactly see her trying to launch her own investigation. Because remember, they only have 24 hours, which we'll get into later. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that means they're going to. They're gonna. She's gonna have to give him some names. Who's involved? Right. right. So. so you can't give Tom. You can't give them Tommy without Jamie. So remember that's that huge thing that we'll get into later. But th- 
the death is it just me but it all that was missing was like remember the i will remember you dog song and all them <laughs> they need no like as he's driving away and Teresa's laid on the grave they needed the i will remember you and then with like the flashback scenes of him with the drill and his dad oh yeah torturing- <laughs> And then, like, then it cuts to Tommy crying in his mother's arm. I did it, ma. I had to do it. And then, like, the music coming. That the, was. I, I no, I, I agree. I agree with you one hundred percent. That that would have added. That would add a lot more uh, comedy to to the situation. But I, I, I do. I do want to say this: the scene where Tommy met up with his mom, and then finally, after all this time of just trying to be strong-willed, just breaking down. I thought that was excellent acting by uh, by Joseph, hands down, because uh, I know a lot of people saw that crying. That probably got to them to let you know it did hurt him. But uh, yeah, I just wanted to point that out. <laughs> it, it, and you know, and overall, I will have to say this, that I do give them credit for, was that it kind of really showed, and it's heartbreaking that you can't trust anyone. Tommy having to kill his father because his father was a snitch, Kanan basically going on the self-destructive killing spree in order to, after he found out that Tariq betrayed him. Ghost probably now having to kill Tariq later on. Not this season, but probably next season or the season after. Because I believe Tariq is going to end up rising from this and, you know, think he's going to be big and bad. So that, you have that. So I just feel that this whole thing really hammered in the lack of trust with anyone, even your own family or those you deem your family. I agree, hundred percent. If you look at everything, it was taken. Everyone was taken down by their own family, and I don't care what anyone says. Canaan was more of a father at that moment than Ghost was. So that 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 was kind of sad. So it was like the whole thing was like father and son, you know, having to kill each other. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. That's true. Uh, one thing, I, one, another thing I want to point out, though, like we we saw uh, we we saw what happened with Holly, right? You know, he killed Holly, and then he was able to dispose of the body. You know, and then with no body, there's no murder, there's no investigation. Why why did he not do the same with Teresi? Like, I mean, I know it, it probably would have been emotionally, you know, uh, tough for him to do, but. Now there's a body there, and he left it in plain sight. You know, and yeah. it's like there's going to be an investigation now. Like, dude. but no, here's why I like it because if you ever watch the old mobster movies, and I know you're like a fan of Godfather and Godfellas and all the casinos and stuff, remember like the snitches? They would always get this public display thing, as in like a warning thing. Yeah. So even if you was to look back at like um um. I hate to say, but the MS-13 gang, you know how they would just leave the bodies out and open mm-hmm. as to basically warn others. So I think that I'm not sure if this was intentional all at all, and I'm just reading into it way too much. But I think that for me, it felt like this is what happens to people who betray us. We're going to just leave it all out and open and, and you know, but so you can show this. 
with all due respect to Tommy though, he's not a mob boss. Like he's he's associated with the Italians, but he's not them. And as a literal mob, I mean, if you look at the gang life, and if you look at mobster life, it's basically the same the same thing, except for more is more socially acceptable. Like we kind of praise mobsters and we down the gang members, like the Crips and Bloods and other ones. But the point that I'm saying is, symbolically, overall, it's like a warning to the snitches I, I understand that and you're like you're completely correct but in the, in this case it's like there's only there's less than a handful of people they can tie this murder back to like vincent tommy and jamie that that's the short list of people that would kill teresi so it's like it, it just seems silly to just leave his body on display like that it's kind of already pinned on angela like they want to get for me, it feels like that department wants to get Angela so bad they don't care that Tommy was involved. But they, they, I mean, yeah, they want to take down Angela, but they also want to use her to bring in the others, you know, to to give up the other people. So, but yeah, yeah but what, would this murder somehow directly connected to Ghost? Because they want Ghost. Exactly. So I don't feel that that this would because for some reason for me I felt like that ghost aside from like the pictures and stuff and everybody warning him not to trust his father that he really didn't have a huge hand in the murder. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, okay, let's let's get straight into Angela and you know Jamie and everything that happened after. Um, So. Angela, you know, after after the Teresi murder, we see that Angela is called in by her superior. She's called into a meeting at the office. She doesn't know what it's for. Um, and then we see everyone is assembled in the room. Rodriguez is there. Um, uh, John Mark is there. And Sax is there, you know, and her superior. And they're all basically like, you know, we've caught you now. Like we, we like Mock told you about Teresi. He told you he was a snitch and it was a test to see what would happen. And now he's dead. And now we know that you're a part of the organization. And Angela can see the board with, you know, her face on it. And, uh, you know, everybody like Jamie, Tommy, everybody is on there with her. Um, So, yeah, that realization hits her that she's been investigated. And now, you know, she's being brought in officially. Um, And, yeah, I mean... Uh, at this point, it's it's basically going to be her trying to um, disassociate herself from from the crime organization and from, I guess, maybe from Jamie. But she's also going to be seeking help from Jamie as well, as we saw from the preview. Now, going back to what I said earlier, uh, what me and Rich had mentioned earlier, because something just hit me. I think it was for plot purposes why we didn't see Jamie hand over those photos to Tommy himself like I think they're doing it to create some separation between Jamie and Teresi's murder so I think that was very deliberate actually why the writers chose for Jamie to go to Vincent instead um so I yeah I think that's for a reason uh, I think what's gonna happen in the next episode is that they're going to try and pin all of this stuff on on other people to try and uh, help Angela's case and to also, you know, make Jamie look innocent, I guess, as well. So I think that's that, that might be what's going to happen. And the fact that, you know, Jamie wasn't actually the one that told Tommy about Teresi himself. 
that probably works in their favor. Um, and, uh, you know, some of the other, like, I think also they might try and pin things on Dre because Jamie wanted to do that before with, you know, the whole Kanan thing, but uh, they switched that up on him last minute. So I think he might try to pin some stuff on, on Dre again, perhaps. But um, let me know what you guys think of, you know, everything that's going on with Angela and, and the end of the episode and everything. So I'll go to you first, Rich. Uh, first and foremost, I think that's a great that's a great point you made about that being put in there for plot purposes. Um, I do. I mean, we did see the trailer preview for next week and that pretty much they did say that they oh, we, we have to we have to pin this on somebody. So with that said, you know, one thing that I thought was very interesting about this episode is they really played up the tension between Tommy and, and, and Ghost. So, you know, they already put it in the doubt that Tommy doesn't trust Ghost. Even after Tommy found out that Tasha and Tariq planned this whole thing with Kanan, he still doesn't trust Ghost. Um, and I think that when you think about the fact that in the past, in the past seasons, they've already kept saying they made you think that Tommy... You know, he, he couldn't trust Ghost. He always thought Ghost would, would, would turn up, would, would, wouldn't have his back. So if push comes to shove with Angela and if Ghost has to choose between Angela and Tommy, he's going to choose Angela. So, I, you know, I think what happens now with Tommy, it's going to be very interesting to see that. But the, the whole thing with this investigation now with Angela, I mean, pretty much everybody that came in there that said that spoke about Kanan's murder, they they are now actively involved in this investigation, and that also means Keisha. So if something happens with Keisha, oh, Tommy absolutely is going to really have a grudge to pick with both Tasha and Ghost because they already alluded to that when they said Tommy said, "Well, I don't want to have anything else to do with them. I'm not going to be talking with them." Uh, so all of this is going to come to a head now once um, things once once it comes down to them having to pick who they're going to pin this on. Um, they really did a lot of foreshadowing all season long, even back to when Tasha spoke to uh, Blanco and basically was and Blanco was basically telling her, you know, tell us everybody that's involved. Tell us that 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 Angela was working with Ghost and we can get you immunity. And she refused to do that. So I feel like all of that stuff was introduced in earlier episodes because it will come back up again in the finale. And one way or another, something's going to have to give because somebody's going to have to pay for all of this. Um, but Angela's decision, it was a very dumb decision. And I had spoke last week on this show and said, if she finds out that Teresi is the snitch and something happens to Teresi, it's definitely going to come back on her. So this is exactly what happens now with Angela. There's no way to get out of it. Um, the only thing I think is is BS. And, of course, I am not in this actual... I'm not actually a police officer, so I don't know how this whole process works. The whole thing of them giving her 24 hours to come up with a, a reasoning to this, I think that's a little far-fetched. And I think that really is specifically for a TV show purpose because it, it, if... In reality, if this happens, I, I think if you don't give them an answer within an hour, they're taking everybody down. So 24 hours, that's very gen gen uh, generous for them to give her that much time. But um, we'll have to see uh, which direction they go. But but Angela, yeah, sooner or later, she was going to get caught because she, she kept getting off this whole season 
all the stuff they did they, to try to cover up what happened with Tariq being involved in the shooting. And then you, 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 you pin everything on Kanan, so you take him out the game, you know, that's fine. But sooner or later, she was going to get sloppy, and of course, this, this is what's going to happen now. So she is going to have to pay some consequences for this. It's just a matter of whether or not she's going, going to do time this season or next season, and who is going to suffer now as a result of her doing what she did. Yeah. Yeah, it is a bit uh, a little far fetched that they gave her uh, uh, twenty four hours, but yeah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, though that makes sense. Uh, I I really can't wait to see the finale now. To be honest with you, I want to see how they spin this role. But um, what's your thoughts, Dana? Okay, so for me, the show does a lot of foreshadowing, and if you remember the conversation that was between uh, Keisha and. Tommy and one of the things that she kept saying is I don't like lying to the police I don't ever want to do that again and I think that she might end up being some type of proposition where she's going to be brought in again by the police and the fact that she kept saying I don't want to do this again I don't like lying she may very well end up telling the whole truth of what happens and it you know could break everything and she could break as well so I think that she might be a factor because to me it just doesn't make any sense to reintroduce her back into Tommy's life again um, without there being some type of reason. Because not even because if he was just to say that, oh, we, she could be the support system. Remember, he went back to his mother and cried after he killed his father and not exactly to Lala. So that right there, I, I want to say, and I'm very frustrated with how... The whole Tommy and Angela situation is Angela just seemed really thirsty even from the very beginning of the whole episode. We can be together now. We can run away. And he's like, bye. I'll see you later. Um, so that to me was just funny. But I think that for Angela, it was so dramatic also with the whole countdown and I'm not sure how that will play out. But I really do hope that Ghost finds a way to get himself out of this and Angela ends up taking the fall for everything because you know it, the 24 hour thing I'm not exactly sure what they're gonna try to accomplish unless they just rush the whole episode again with this but yeah I just I don't know where it's going but Angela at this point is gonna just be really desperate and but the weird thing is I do genuinely feel that she may end up taking the fall for Jamie just to stop the way she's been acting because he's kind of been really distant and she's been more like attached and desperate so or that can actually retire and it could end up with her being one of those scorned women but I do think that it may actually end up bringing Tommy and, and Ghost closer or at least repair somewhat of their relationship. Yeah. Um, I mean, I do want to ask a quick question. Uh, if something was to happen with Tasha, do you think that we'll see Terry return? Uh, Terry, Terry's doing like a lot right now. He's out singing. He's on the subway, you know. Um, I, I don't know if he's coming back, man. I, don't, I mean, maybe not this season. I don't think ever. The man was—he packed up his life. 
You couldn't even find dust on the floor. He is gone. No DNA samples. Nothing. <laughs> he doesn't even do it. <laughs> so he's not a fact anymore. I, and even if he does come back, why? Like you, you ghost. You literally ghosted her. But I will say, I will, I will say one thing. If he does come back, he is a dangerous character because he knows the truth about the murder, uh, the you know what happened with Tasha, so and Tariq. So, um. But why even keep yeah. your, why put yourself in that kind of jeopardy? You left in order to live, basically, because you just couldn't deal with all that, and then that could backfire on you as well. So for him to come back and now to have this kind of like, uh, death thing on his head. Because he snitched, I, there really doesn't even seem to be a purpose for that. I think it's going to be a situation, and this happened on uh, a TV show before. I, I'm trying to remember which one. I can't remember if it was The Wire, but uh, there was. I remember a plot one time where uh, a snitch goes missing, like they just disappear. They, you know, go out of state or whatever, and then the cops or somebody related to an investigation, they go out and seek that person to try and bring them back to testify. So I think something like that might happen with Teresi. I mean, I mean, oh. not Teresi, uh, Terry. I think something oh. like that will happen. Like, I think someone will go to find him specifically to rat out Tasha or something. Uh, or maybe it's Angela within those 24 hours. Yeah, I don't know. No. She can come back and like, help me, please. Who knows? I don't know. What was you going to say, Rich? I just was going to say, you know, I, I hope that uh, we do know that the, the season finale is 75 minutes long. So there's more time. But I just hope that they do not rush through telling this story because uh, the 24 hour thing, you know, that will give you the impression. They give you the impression that, oh, that's, there's enough time, a lot of time. But there's a lot that's going to be going down in that in that one day. And, you know, based on that trailer we saw, we did see y- y- your boy Dre and not looking too good. Like he's about to be in a shootout with somebody. So um, there's a lot that's going to go down in the next episode. I'm very excited to see exactly which direction they go. But um, in regards to Terry, uh, yeah, we may not see Terry return. I have no idea. I, I The way I look at it is that I think everything is on the table because they brought back Vincent. They found a way to bring back Vincent. And now you're going to still have Vincent be a fixture on this show until he actually gets, until he eventually gets killed, if that happens. So they could bring Terry back. But again, I don't really know what the, if it is a cheesy storyline where, well, you know, I had to come back. You know, I, I did, I did my woman wrong. I hope she forgives me. I got to come back. It better not be that type of storyline, but uh, we'll see what happens. But I mean, now that everybody is in, is, in, is in trouble because of Angela's, I think all bets are off in, in terms of what can happen from here on out. And I would not trust anybody, you know, but like like you said before, Gary, you want to see eventually Ghost and Tasha become, I'm going to say Ghost and Angela become the power couple, both do corrupt things together. I definitely see that happening. That can happen. However, there are going to be consequences for that, you know, because if she tries to say that Ghost is is not involved in this, but I mean, it, it, there has to be a certain direction that they take because I believe I said last week on the show, I don't think it's going to be the same way where Ghost does time. If, if, if Angela more than likely would do time this time because they can't have the same storyline where this guy keeps going going to prison. So we'll have to see. Um, 
But it, I will say, all bets are off. Anybody can can be taken down and can be flipped. Yeah, a lot of things could happen. So we'll see what happens in that finale. Yeah, I uh, I like because there's like there, there's a few things that you know could happen in this outcome. So. Like you said, I don't think Jamie's going back to prison. We've seen that already. That's happened in the show, and it wouldn't be very exciting to see happen again. Um, and we've actually seen Jamie uh, put, you know, have it made so that Tommy goes to prison, but then he immediately gets him back out in the next episode. But we've seen that happen before. So I don't think they're going to pin it on Tommy and get Tommy locked up and stuff like I don't think they're going to use him as a scapegoat because we've actually kind of seen that before too um and as for Angela I mean the fact that they've picked her up and, and busted her in episode 9 I just think it's a bit anticlimactic to have her go away in episode 10 so I'm not so sure she's going to be the one to take the fall so I think there's some huge swerve or plot twist coming um, in, in this finale especially because it's so long and everything and I, I think you know maybe either they pin everything on Dre and he, he takes the fall or something or, or I, I mean I don't know what they're going to do but I, I think something that we we can't see coming right now is going to happen uh, what Tar- was you going to say Dana? Tariq okay so Tariq could actually because he's in his feelings and he's angry and he wants to be a man he could end up being the one that provides the information to about his father. His father doesn't necessarily go to jail, but they end up into some type of weird uh, argument fight thing where Tariq kills him. You think Tariq is going to kill Jamie? Maybe Jamie ends up dying. I, I want someone to die and I want it to mean something. And honestly, if Angela dies, it's like we wanted her dead since the first season. So it doesn't really make any sense anymore. We don't don't want that. Like She can just go to prison forever and rot. No. She doesn't man anymore. Nobody wants her. So just go to prison and let ghosts die. Because here's the thing I feel. I feel that in its name, power, and how they've been treating everybody else and, you know, just killing off people doesn't necessarily mean that it's going to be the characters that we want to live or we think is going to live. And if you watched um, the after the discussion thing, you know how they have to add the discussion afterwards where they break down the episode? Oh, yeah, I saw and that. It, nobody is safe. Nobody is safe. Now, that could, be, that could easily be something that's false and that's not doesn't happen at all. But the whole show is about power. And Tariq right now thinks that he has some type of power. I, I don't think no. Jamie's going out yet. You know, I think we we have a season six confirmed. Um, I, did, I don't. Did you see him on set filming? Was it? <laughs> Has anyone been on set filming? I mean, come on now. Everyone wants to be like Jamie Game of Thrones. Who knows? Everybody's dead. Yeah, nobody makes it. It's just a whole new cast of characters. So Kendrick I, Lamar, the star of season six. I just, I just, I, I, I just, I just want to ask a quick question. If they were to kill ghosts in the finale, do you think that a lot of people are still going to watch next season? That there's like a huge female audience that are not going to watch. <laughs> yeah. Um. See, the thing is, I, I do believe what Courtney Kemp said that anybody can go, but it, you know, I, I, I still think that there are some people that you, you, she does not want to. 
I mean, she can put them through hell and high water, but she may not necessarily take them out yet. But, I mean, I would not rule out Ghost getting killed next season if it is the last season. But, uh, I mean, it's just no telling. But I, I do believe uh, what you said, Gary, about a major twist coming. And I also believe that Dana is it, – it makes a very good point about Tariq could be the one that rats out, uh, you know, and try to take people down. But um, I, I just feel like there, there are so many ways they can go – uh, so many different directions that they can take this. So we have to see where they actually take it. But it definitely has to be a twist coming, as you said, Gary. Um, and I do find it interesting how the lady who they introduced again in the first episode that heard ghosts when that kill was done at the club hasn't been around since. So I don't know if they'll bring her back in this episode but then again, they did already say she didn't have enough. They wasn't able to really use that evidence. But I mean, I I, I don't know. I feel like uh, they're going to really try to go after everybody now that they have Angela. So it's going to be very interesting to see uh, what Angela does now because you can't get out of any of this. Somebody has to go down. So we'll see. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think we're in for... Uh... A twist next week and I, I i can't wait and i hope it's a treat you know i hope they uh hope they leave us on the edge of our seats and i hope that they give us a lot to discuss like you know we might end up having a two-hour show next week or something like you know it's gonna be i hope it's gonna there's gonna be a lot to discuss but yeah um any final thoughts it looks like dana has something to say go ahead dana. I think i'm gonna film it i hope they filmed it in the style of 24 <laughs> and they kept emphasizing episode is 24 hours and they had the clock the little stopwatch and then thing on your phone so yeah i'm gonna need that that would be cute that would be that would be good if they do that you know try some new production things that would be cool um rich any final thoughts um i i, I think uh the last two episodes have been very very, very good i mean I'm glad that they took an episode to really address Tommy and Teresi's situation, so I give them props on that, and uh, I have high hopes for the finale, so I hope they do not let uh, let me down. <laughs> Indeed, I agree. So, yeah, I mean, we're almost done with Season 5, so um, you guys listening out there, definitely leave your comments. You know, I always love reading the comments from you people, so uh, let us know what you think of this episode and your predictions for you know the finale of episode, of season five um uh, i definitely want to hear some theories about what's going to happen and you know what what kind of twist we're in for um so please do leave your comments people uh, it, it helps us grow as well uh, make sure you like comment subscribe if you like the content check out the website thecoalition.com and you can also look out for some some more you know tv show stuff uh some tv show discussions coming in the future there's a few other shows that you know we're going to be talking about um so yeah be on the lookout for that but um for now that's pretty much it for for this recap of episode nine peace out people peace out